Johnny, do you want to go to the an right ice one. cream social? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Great, right, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Madden's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. I'm the Knobs and Dows. Check the audio guy. Ooh, yeah, so yeah. dreamy. <laughs> We're pretty fun. Uh, of course, in the studio with us is our very special guest. TV's Dave Donnelly is here. TV's Woo! Dave Donnelly. America's public defender. Yes. Uh, how are you? Uh, yeah, we got to get that mic closer to him. There we go. Get that mic there. Uh, we're not really easy, easy. We're not gonna just talk to you the whole time. We're just letting you letting, letting the listeners know you're in the studio. That's all. Yeah, thank you. We've made him quite nervous. Yeah. Right? Well, don't. Uh, you know, we had uh, some scoops tweeting. Yeah. They're wondering how much the Patreon would be yeah. to put your father on retainer. Basically, <laughs> they're looking to have they're looking to have his legal advice. Somebody was tweeting last night, hey, I need some legal advice for a friend. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think they got into something a little too deep. Yeah, we only do it for friends because we don't want a relationship, you know, lawyer-clients. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so was there a price to to be, uh, I got to tell you, giving legal advice out the scoops is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I can't do it with an alias. No. <laughs> That's true, yeah. We don't have Dave Donnelly, but we do have Blave Blonnelly. <laughs> America's second up, favorite. We can start defender. up the Blave Blonnelly uh, Twitter feed. We can do that. It's already it's already out there. Legal advice. Uh, yeah, it is now. Yeah. I will say, as a kid, I, I, I you know, uh, people would come out of the woodwork once you know to to get legal advice from you all the time. My dad's. Uh, I would say that ninety nine percent of my dad's legal advice is get a different lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good good idea. <laughs> he usually says, "Oh, that's a, this type of law. I don't do that law. Go talk to someone who does that kind of law." Yeah, I had uh, go talk to Blave. Several yeah. years <laughs> several years ago, I went through a bankruptcy, and yeah. I contacted a family friend who yeah. practices, and he was like, eh, "Sounds pretty good. Go find someone who knows what's going on." <laughs> Like, yeah, okay, I yeah. got you. Yeah. Like, right, I'm, so I'm, you're, watch, I'm so watching you're telling my hands me that, this. You're telling me that I could be a lawyer. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm hearing right now. I can tell you to go talk to somebody that knows what they're doing. I, a, I passed a bar exam answering a question that way. <laughs> it was an estate planning question. And the worst course I had in, in law school was tax planning. Uh -huh. It was the third question on there. And they let a guy with a bowling alley, life insurance, six kids, yada, yada, do. What would your advice be? Go find a good accountant. That's the only answer. When I have the next question, I passed. That's great. I mean, that's but that says a lot too. You know, to be able as an expert to go, go find an expert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. So many people um, <clears throat> in politics <clears throat> refuse to say they don't know what's happening <laughs> <clears throat> and continue to oh, just do you need some water? blindly <clears throat> talk. And some <laughs> some podcasters <laughs> take letters from listeners <laughs> and dole out all kinds of advice that they have no business doling out. <laughs> you, should, but, you should both drink some water. But we <laughs> we preface all the advice that we give with yeah, we don't know shit. That's the truth. So that, there it is. That is the truth. You that know, is the truth. Yeah, that's we the, are not running for president. No, no, not not at all. No. And our advice is not, you know. Yeah. They don't have to follow it. That's true. They probably shouldn't. That's true. We That's encourage true. you not to. Mm -hmm. 
I um, I uh, my uh, my dad came out to see the last uh, ending, the ending run of Jersey Boys. Oh, it's been such a hard week. It's crazy, you know. I mean, there've been so many, so many show closings. It's weird that I was kind of you almost. Um, I mean, it's it's strange to say, and, and I hope I'm not offending other people in other shows, but it's it 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 it, it almost made me forget how huge the loss of Jersey Boys was as a, a whole, right? My my family, on a family level, we've been planning for this since we knew, you know. Right, you've and had a so, couple months, you've had a couple months to grieve. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. You've been through the process. Yeah, and so we've been, we've been dealing with it. And then on a personal level, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little relieved that it's finally have, ha- finally happened. Right. Um, this has been a lot. Uh, sure. Um, but uh, when, when, when I was at the closing night, just seeing all of it, the the event that it was the people that came out and then the, uh frankie valley uh was there mm-hmm. and tommy devito which if you haven't seen the show uh it's spoiler i can give a spoiler because it's closing everywhere so if yeah. you haven't seen it you're probably not gonna you can see the tour you got a year a year <laughs> left of the tour maybe you got, yeah you got the tour. you can see our buddy aaron de jesus on the, the tour jesus. that's right that's right aaron is yeah, he, he's job. on he's frankie on the tour mm-hmm. yeah and he started off as a joe pesci yeah here so joe pesci's in the show a young joe pesci's in the show and uh what people don't know is every Joe Pesci is a Frankie cover, right? So everybody, every everybody who's hired to play Joe Pesci can sing like Frankie Valley. But uh, Aaron Jesus probably did the best ac- like accurate depiction of Joe Pesci. Like he played a young Joe Pesci, and you really laughed and felt like you were watching a young Joe Pesci, right? And then he got plucked away to play Frankie Valley on the on the tour, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, my favorite role, by the way, I love the comedic. It takes it takes it takes some good comedic chops to make that role funny. I like I like the Joe Pesci part. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, Tommy, Tommy and Frankie in the show famously have a huge falling out. That is of course based on true life events. Sure. Uh, and so everyone was remarking the fact that of, of all the guys that show up, they thought when we heard two, two Jersey boys were going to come out, we thought it was going to be Frankie Valley and Bob Gaudio. Bob Gaudio was not there. Right. The two guys in the show famously don't get along are hanging out backstage. I think for the first time in years, I mean, no one has seen these two together i mean they were together at the at the rock and roll hall of fame induction <laughs> right right like right. a decade ago and that's it <laughs> and then and that might be the last time that people know of them being together <laughs> yeah it's a, so it was crazy so for those two to come together uh what were you gonna say no oh, no uh for the for for those uh for those two to, to come together for the closing really really right really says something i mean tommy lives here so for Frankie, to which come is out, another spoiler in the show. Yeah, Tommy lives in Vegas. <laughs> but it was it was interesting. But uh, the the I didn't realize until the the one of the producers spoke. Sally spoke at the thing, uh, at the closing, and uh, it was interesting because you know for actors and certainly for Sarah and I, we we got this gig. You know, like she got this gig and we we moved to Vegas. You know, and, and we were riding it out. Uh, it, it seemed crazy how long it ran to us, uh, but but for a show like that to run this long in Vegas is very unusual. Oh yeah, uh, for other companies as well. That's what I understand. She's like, no, in Broadway we go to work, and Broadway shows are around other Broadway shows. Where everyone's always doing all this stuff as Broadway people, and the tour you go into cities, you come and you go. It's very unusual to have a company sit down and take hold in the community like this show did. You know, and for because that that show had multiple sit down shows around the country. Yeah, and for the one to really take hold to be the one in Vegas is that that's got to be strange to the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, 
as as they joked, uh, uh, um, Des Mackinoff actually, the director also came in and he spoke too, and he was saying that like you know they're basically saying, you're going to Vegas, you're crazy. Vegas people don't go to Vegas to to hear stories. People go to Vegas to to have fun, and so for the show to run like it did, that really said something. So it was it was a crazy emotional night. A lot of talented folks leaving town. A lot of talented folks staying in town. But it's it's it's. Yes. Uh, which is bad for other talented folks that are looking for jobs. <laughs> it just got a lot harder for a lot of people to get it's, jobs. It's just a hard time right now all around. We just got to get some more shows cooking again. Yeah, and they will. It goes in it, phases. It will come, but... but uh, one way to write won't, won't happen right away. No. We're no, not going to replace a musical with another musical. There's just so many, so many friends and so many bucket show regulars, too. <laughs> Our audience is really drastically affected. I'm just like, damn it, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, those guys... <laughs> that means, that means the, the bills going into the buckets are going to be a lot smaller. <laughs> they, they couldn't make That's it true. out to Every show, but they I don't mean smaller to a denomination, but physically like, smaller. Yeah, monopoly money. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like other other countries' currencies. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just here's a drachma killing me, man. You, Paul brings up the bucket show. I mean, we're already losing enough money with Sarah <laughs> losing her job, and I didn't realize that. You're right. We're, we're really, it's really cutting our income. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting us every which way. It's going to cost right. us twenty bucks a week, easy. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> combine. Not uh, yeah, for com- now. combine, not eat. Yeah. For now. Yeah. For now. Until we pick up some more. But I mean like we just... another show opens up the right. Lexus. Yeah, exactly. No, that won't take too long. <laughs> I asked Sarah because she's dance captain, you know. Yeah. Uh if on the final night whether she was uh taking notes still or whether she just let it happen, you know. And uh she said that she wasn't taking notes, so then I I, I tore up mine. I got rid of mine. Ah, I, it's good I, I had some notes I wanted to give out. I was going to go up to people at, at the farewell party, kind of come and be like, hey. Uh, that during, was good, but. During, during begging, I think, yeah, I think you need to be a little bit closer to Saturday. <laughs> that'd be a good gag. That'd be a good, you might have got a couple of good laughs, actually, out of that one. Yeah, but I saw a couple of guys as I was leaving on Sunday night myself. Uh, yeah. As our show was done, and I was heading out uh People, oh, yeah, yeah. people were still mulling around for the party and heading here and there. And it was just yeah. so nice to see them and just, you know, you know, just just feeling heartbroken for them. Yeah. Going through this thing. But also just getting reminded that this is the journey we're all on as performers. Yeah. The shows come and go and and on to the next. Yeah. I mean, it's unusual to be part of something like that happens very like much this. very you know you you you're used to trying to get multiple gigs and you book them and they last months hopefully yeah. a year and change and you keep going mm-hmm. but uh what i'm gonna miss about it is i i don't have a good show to recommend to people now <laughs> that's, Jersey, that's Jersey a shame boys, there's uh Jersey there's not boys, anything playing in uh in paris still or over bally's well, i mean i can still recommend absinthe <laughs> it's a shame there's nothing over bally's that you could you know maybe drop Hints occasionally say, "Hey, oh no, they're, yeah, they're going to do." Um, oh, what's his face is going to play in the old Jubilee Theater there. Yeah, uh, so that that could be good. Yeah, what's his face? Go see what's his face in the Jubilee Theater. That's, yeah, I think that I think that's that might be good. Jacob's recommendation. Yeah. Jacob's Theater Hour, everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to see something? Go check out what's his face in the Jubilee oh, what, Theater. What's his nuts? It's pretty good. <laughs> Caesars has stuff going on for sure. <laughs> yeah, for I'll sure. bet there's a show over there. Celine's around. I, I know there's a theater there. I know there's a theater there. <laughs> the amount of people that you've sent to the box office to buy Celine tickets for years. <laughs> just and just yeah. getting strange looks. What are you talking about? <laughs> she hasn't played here forever. Um, uh, who is going to the Jubilee Theater? I forget. 
<laughs> so, I, I really, there's genuinely someone going into that theater, and I forget who it is. I always love that Jacob will know before anybody, but it's I don't. Celine Dijon, the drag queen yes. who does <laughs> does covers. Sorry, I didn't mean to say he. <laughs> I apologize. Right. That's That's I apologize. Yeah. Uh, uh, Old Vegas headliners. I took I took that out of Fifty Shades to see Paul on the show. And, oh yeah, uh, that show's still over there. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, Wayne Newton was still was performing beforehand, and we were early, so good. Uh, we got to pop down in the back to see old Wayne Newton perform. And, and Wayne Newton goes late anyway, so <laughs> yeah, 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 Dad got to see Most a lot nights, of Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. He looked, an hour and a half. He looked like he just walked out of Madame Trousseau's. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good activity to go do. <laughs> and sometimes Wayne Newton hangs out there. That'd be, you know that gag is is uh, uh you know that gag where you pose as a wax stitch, statue right. but you're not you where they do that for like talk shows and stuff. Uh-huh. Sure, Wayne Newton could do that. Only the gag would never blow off. You know what I mean? Like you'd be like ah, and I'm like just kidding. It's me, Wayne, regular Wayne Newton. They'd be like ah, regular no, Wayne I'm Newton. Not, I'm not a wax figure. Beg to differ. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wayne, come on the show. Wayne, come on. Mr. Las Vegas. Mr. Las Vegas. Oh, boy. Did you get Wayne over to Bucket Show? Yeah. No. It's past his bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's too close to dawn. <laughs> I think uh, I think Penn should do the uh, the gambler's ballad card trick with, Ray, with Wayne Newton. When Johnny Thompson isn't available, they could have Wayne Newton fill in. The good stuff. <laughs> um, just, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there you go. There, now everything's okay at the theater. Yep, good. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So my, so my, he did not melt on my dad. He was fine. That's good. good. Yeah, it's lucky. Um. <laughs> I'm not just feeling terrible. Not terrible. That's the wrong word. I think what we're doing is funny. Yeah. Uh, scared. <laughs> scared that this scared one is the word. If he wasn't in my theater, I'd be making fun of Wayne Newton all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I shake hands with him every night. Right. Um, and he says, Thanks for seeing the show. Do you want an autograph? He had a. Um, I, was just... a I need that finger back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, excuse me, I'm gonna go get lit because he's a candle. Da, da, da. <laughs> there it is. There's a, there was an older era celebrity seeing Wayne Newton. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give no clues and no hints, mostly because I can't because I don't know this person's career. But uh, uh, they're backstage and some uh, uh, some silver hair folks were taking photos with this person, and they came backstage and then they uh, this person had uh, uh, a companion with them, right? Mm-hmm. And then as uh, Wayne and his wife greet this person, they all talk or whatever, there's this, they all know each other. Everyone knows each other, right? And so it kind of occurs to me that this is probably this person and their lover. Okay. You know, their, their partner, right? And then um, everyone's talking about, well, we should get a photo before we go. And I'm the only one who knows no one in this uh, group besides Wayne Newton. Sure. So I just thought, 
before Fifty Shades starts. Yeah, like, everyone get no. Everyone's trying to battle. Yeah, everyone's trying to battle who's going to take it, who's going to be in it. And I just like, yeah, give, yeah. Give, I know none of you. Get, give me the camera and get in the photo. And the companion does the thing where they stay off to the side and don't get in the photo. Oh, uh, awkward. And it just it's it just still break the thing that old school in the closet thing just bothers me tremendously. Yeah. It just ma- it hurts my soul so much, you yep. know. But you're like, why? Different who? era. Yeah. Like who Different era, different rules. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But out in public, this their strides. On about. That's true. They're yep. on about. They went out for the night. They're just mm-hmm. taking the photo together. Yeah. 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 That's true. I shouldn't you're right. I shouldn't I shouldn't reduce it that way. Just Liberace and Matt Damon out on the town. <laughs> oh, and, I wasn't supposed to say who it was. Shit. And honestly, Liberace's got enough trouble in the press right now. Sorry, being sorry, a zombie. Libo. I mean, I shouldn't have. I didn't want to say zombie because I thought I would give it well, right away. I'm back from the dead. <laughs> oh, loved your music, Wayne. But where are the brains? I could sure use some brains to eat. I found brains on my piano next to the candelabra. <laughs> Was glad that was there. Mm. I wish my brother George had brains <laughs> that I could eat. Um, 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 um. <sighs> but it broke my heart. Broke my heart. Um, and then uh, I was like, because I went to Jersey Boys twice in a row. Uh-huh. The night before was my wife's actual right. Uh, her last night. Her last night. Oh, what a night! Oh, what a night! No, and I was thinking about this, and I told her afterward that I was glad I got to see both because I remember even just watching, like I was, I was metaphorically talking about watching the end of the Daily Show and the end of Letterman, right? Where Letterman's last show is this great tribute to his whole career. Daily Show is this great kind of like funny, making fun of itself, uh, but a look back retrospective. But the show before those shows were actually their last shows. Sure, where they actually the did last the, normal show where they did the full format and just did it all the way through. And the and this the penultimate Daily Show was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And the penultimate Letterman show, I remember just being like, oh my gosh, it was a classic. It was Eddie Vedder's musical guest. Bill Murray was the was the final guest. Mm-hmm. And it was just a classic, like the best of Letterman ever, you know? Yeah. And so I actually said to my wife, it was really great to watch other people who were just doing the show. She was doing her last show. So she actually got to do the last, she actually got to do the last show right. She got to do it with everyone still doing everything full out and not being aware of what's going on. Because that night it was just yeah. her and Graham. That her was Graham their last and, night yeah, show, right? Chris Four. Oh, and Chris. Uh, okay. Chris Four was on for Tommy. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was uh, uh, the, the, all three of them. The gotcha. Show. Yeah. And so my dad, so my dad's got a, a textbook knee, right? You have a, you have a textbook disastrous knee. You have yes. an abomination of a knee that yes. you've been trying to get to take care of. Oh, it's for, shaped like a textbook. It's a, it's yeah, a, it's a physical. That would be better than what he has for a knee. <laughs> you saw the picture of this baby. <laughs> he literally went to text to a specialist, and someone was like, uh, "We need to get a photo of this for textbooks. This is the craziest <laughs> oh, no. knee I've ever seen." My dad got his knees replaced in 1975. 75. So before I was born, the the, the atrocities of knees that you see before wow. you, uh, were there. Yeah. When the doctor goes, "Whoa!" Yeah. They oh. Do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> and I see the picture. Whoa. That's a, that's a yeah. bad sign. Well, then he went to get both of them looked at, and the, they looked at it, and they said, um, we're actually only going to do one <laughs> at a time, because this is crazy. Oh. <laughs> so he needs both replaced, but they're, they're, not, they're, they're scaling back their efforts. So they're, they're re-replacing them. Right. Yes. So uh, What did they use in 75? Like oh, a monkey paw? What the hell? <laughs> no. Actually, they just restructured them in 75 because if they put implants, they wouldn't last. So All right. That's, now I'm going to replace it. So I got 
they said well, the last five years that was 75 I'm playing with house money so. okay yeah house money is a weird word to, to refer to you walk around with a cane <laughs> <laughs> if they tell you that they want to replace them with glass yeah just like if, go somewhere else if, if it was house money that slowly burnt or deteriorated whether whether you spent that money or not then yes you're playing with while house it was money. in your hands is that not the, burn not the <laughs> definition of house money <laughs> it burns and hurts your hands as you carry it i have misunderstood the definition when I so, go into the casino and lose all my money, I'm like, well, I guess I'm playing with house money. <laughs> so we um, uh, uh, we had to get the uh, – uh, so so I heard he was coming out here and, and uh, heard he was coming out here. What, what am I talking about right now? <laughs> Got it. Caught wind. Heard through the grapevine that dad was coming to Vegas. <laughs> I read a little birdie. Johnny Katz tweeted out that my dad, my dad was coming to Vegas. <laughs> said, oh, dad yeah. must be coming. Yeah. So I, uh, so, uh, but I just thought about, you know, going to see Jersey Boys twice and going in and out of that casino or whatever. Yeah. I, I went on Craigslist and found a, a medical uh, uh, company that was going out of business. So I got, I got them some wheels. Oh, good. We got them some wheels. Good this, deal. this, this was a, this was, it worked out exactly as, as we liked because uh, the casinos are, are terrible. And then uh, um, to walk. Yeah. Uh, wonderful yeah. places to work. <laughs> Um, and, and ready to roll, like and, truly set up for uh, wheelchairs and scooters. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. And uh, more so than any city in the world, I would venture to say. And they're very air conditioned, mm-hmm. uh, so if you're waxed, you don't melt. Uh, so, for the most part, <laughs> you melt a little. I mean, stage lights are different. That's the so, thing that gets me. It's like you're on that stage every night. <laughs> So uh, 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 I wheeled my dad over to the old Jersey Boys Theater in style. It was, it was really fun. Is there's a little platform, so I could I could coast with them on the back like a shopping cart. Ooh. No, it's not true. But <laughs> I should have had those little stands, <laughs> wheel stands on the side. I just I raced them real fast and I piled that on the back like a like a, like a bobsled. We just fucking yeah, yeah, scene, with, with a scene a, out of Patch Adams. You got one with pegs on the wheels. Yeah. Geronimo! <laughs> I just made everybody part. Wheel pegs. Yeah. Uh, coming through. Hot stuff. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Ma'am, can I offer you a Dave Donnelly? So uh, we get there, and so the wheelchair makes the ushers kind of scramble for us, which is real nice. Oh, yeah. This is, this is a th- I didn't think about this. This added the icing on the cake here, this added bonus. Might I suggest, before the knee replacement goes through for all the way, yeah. you want to treat those kids to a day at Disney they'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> True. Take, take wheelchair-bound Dave Donnelly with you. You are cutting ahead of everything. <laughs> I believe they've changed that policy now, though. Yeah, they, they have. They no, have because, because people were abusing it. Yeah. They, there's a website set up specifically for, and it was, it was actually, I guess, technically noble intentions, but this website would find uh, kids who were sick in, in, in a way that, that, that you could be a line cutter yeah. and pair them up with rich families. Yeah. So like it was like a, a mutual beneficial relationship. You come hang with this rich family for the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you and ride they, all the and rides. And they get all the rides or whatever. Uh-huh. And so they, they, it, was a, it was a full-on website set up for that, mm-hmm. that they had to shut it down. There were some, I think there were a few others, too, that, uh, that really got it shut down. Because there, there were some up there that was like, Hey, uh, I've got a broken leg. Uh, you want to rent me for the day? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just personal there, there rentals. Were, there it, was, were, it was stuff like that going on, there too. There were definitely some Craigslist. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, hey, I own a wheelchair and a leg brace that I can put on and, and pretend to be uh, in a wheelchair for the day. 
Let's yeah, do it. They had to fix that. Well, I'm sorry they brought it up, Dad. Now we're not going to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hopes dashed. <laughs> oh, look at the, look at him cry. If there's two, if there's two, <laughs> if there's two places my dad and I love is Disney World. Uh, uh, yeah, right. So uh, that's another story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Legoland still does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. We'll try yeah. Legoland. We'll try, try Legoland. Legoland. <laughs> So I wheel them into the Jersey Boys Theater, and they uh, they uh, basically go like, well, uh, the you know the, the the back row has some places where you can just slide a chair in or something like that, right? Um, there's a hole. There's a hole. <laughs> there's a big... there's, there's a place where a seat should be. There's like it's just a hole. <laughs> they insert like, the chair. There's like matchbox uh, car like ramp that just you just slide it in there and just <laughs> zooms. Right over to the thing, uh, uh, and so the basis of like the only places uh, we can put you front row, uh, center left. Oh, and I was like, sure, let's go, let's do that, let's go watch the show uh, at close range. So we were end up watching the the, the the second to last show right up there, right up there. And what's crazy is so it's Graham's last show, mm-hmm. and again, one of the things that like I know that, but most of the people in the room do not know that. And uh, he's singing uh, um, You're Just Too Good to Be True for oh, yeah. the last time, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, I mean, the, the way it's staged is beautiful. The build-up to it is a really great. I mean, the show's so well done, but this, that show's one of the, that number's one of the big numbers. Sure. And it's a, and it's a big, uh, big send-off right before they kind of, boom, move into the finale is, is, is that's this last big. Here, come, here comes the horn section. Yeah. Yeah. All of it, right? Yeah. This is, there's a lot of, uh, they, they smartly, well, a lot of stuff. It's one of the on only songs where he doesn't sound like his nuts are in a vice. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's mm-hmm. really, that's, that's honestly the main point of it. Yeah. Is uh, the whole show is like, up until now. My nuts have been in the vice, yeah. but now I'm going to really let you guys know. I finally decided I'd take the vice off my balls and see if I could still make a go of this whole singing thing. <laughs> sure enough, I had the pipes. Who'd have thought? But there it is. I went for it. Dropped the vice, and it came out nice. <laughs> but of course, I kept the vice around. Had to put it back on for those old numbers. When I'm squeaking! <laughs> That's a two vice if you ask me. <laughs> so, so this is Graham's big moment. Yeah, right. And uh, uh, free of the vice, and he and, you know he nails the song, and uh, he gets a standing ovation. Oh, no. the oh, whole crowd. I mean, and, and and you know, Jersey Boys is the show that was closing. So the, the theater is packed, you know, right. and it has not been, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the tennis is actually still pretty, pretty solid, but, um, but it, but it was, you know, but everybody's on their feet. their feet and, uh, except Dave, of course. I the, mean, <laughs> <laughs> Dave's sitting there in the front row over here. Oh, me too. I'd like to be up there. Well, we did. Dave, Dave stood up at the usher that put a, put you down there. I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> this is some bullshit." Is this you get Disney back. World scam. Exactly. <laughs> you get the fuck back there. We got one of them fucking Craigslist guys. Damn it. <laughs> Happened again, George. How to get through? <laughs> Ungrateful bastard. <laughs> Oh god. Walking around <laughs> like he's got two knees. <laughs> Asshole. Well, what we actually did is we took those like uh, cartoon clappy hands and we just uh, attached it to his cane. So first time of ovations he just put his cane up. <laughs> and just clapped. You should have gotten him some of those inflatable thunder sticks from basketball games. <laughs> 
Does one set of thunder sticks work though? If there's a bunch of them, it makes that sound. But if it's just one sound, does it just sound like plastic? It's the worst. Yeah. The first time I heard about thunder sticks and the first time I held thunder sticks, a very weird experience, right? Right. You when you when it's just by themselves, two thunder sticks do not make thunder. So I was like, look, these are thunder sticks, and I held them. They're just inflatable little like just inflatable tubes. Just pool toys. Yeah, they're pool toys. It just didn't make the cut. Uh Right. And then you're like, this makes noise. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> sure does. Yeah. Well, a bunch of us. I was like, anything. You can make thunderclaps that with like the cardboard boxes they serve at the refreshment stands. <laughs> if you have thousands of people move stuff together, it's going to make noise. If this is, if these are what thunder sticks are. Yeah. Why didn't <laughs> keys just catch on? Just, <laughs> That's much more. Everybody's effective. got keys. Everybody's got keys. Take them out. That make a lot more noise than than two pieces of. Works for, <laughs> it works for Rocky Horror. <laughs> I don't carry keys. I don't carry keys. Okay. What, what what do you do? What do you do? I just have my I have my my fob for my your car. Fob. That's it. Oh yeah. I don't have any keys on my on my key. Not chain. even a key for your home. Nope. What do you do? I have a code to get in. Really? Yeah. You trust that? Yep. Wow. I mean, I have I have house keys, but I just don't take them out of the house. All right. So, so standing guess, ovation. No, no, no. Jake, Jake is right. Our play doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Standing ovation. If he doesn't care, he's no one does. <laughs> and uh, it's Graham's final yeah. performance of that song. That's got to be overwhelming for him. Very. It was very overwhelming. And then he got emotional. Then I'm at close range, so I got emotional. Mm-hmm. And then the whole cast knows who I am, so they're looking at me, bawling like a like a little like bawling. I was going to say like a little girl, uh, but the real metaphor is like me at a Springsteen concert. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was bawling like me at a Springsteen concert, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then they started, I, I, I created like a chain wave effect of like all of a sudden the, the finale. From there on through the finale, everybody knew what was going. They're on. They're just yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, this is sure. tough, tough stuff. But uh, eight and a half years is a good, good show. We'll yeah. be missed. Oh, yeah. We'll be missed. It was uh, a good after party. You missed a good after party. Oh, you went to the hide? Yep. You went to hide? Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I took, we, uh, we had, uh, Del Taco fries and, uh, yeah, we ghosted out of there. We, yeah, yeah. Who yep. had the real party? <laughs> uh, we did at the after party. <laughs> well, Not were... the people who went to Del Taco. I don't know. I don't know. If there, I... weren't, if there weren't fries involved, Del Taco fries, if they're done right. Oh man! The first after party it was like SNL. There's an after party that was at uh, Bally's, right? That was at the uh, uh, liaison room, there, right? right? Uh, which was nice. I'd never been in there. It was nice mm. back there. And then the after after party was at Hyde Bellagio, yeah. Which was nice because it was just it was only us in there. Oh, it was only Jersey Boys people. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't like a a thumping club. Was it reserved just for? Yeah, they basically just opened up the. That's really nice. The club for us. They had. You know, they had music playing, but not sure. a DJ, and it was pretty soft. Just the soundtrack of Jersey Boys playing over and over again. <laughs> God, it was actually just uh, it, it was just too good to be true. It was just that on a loop. <laughs> just, just every person's version of like, that this song. Is, this is really awkward. It's just, it's just Dawn. Go away. Um, I heard oh, a former actor made a toast there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know whether. Yeah. I don't. I uh... did this go down in infamy? I was like, okay, so I was uh, like, if this guy's gonna make a toast, I'm gonna make a toast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's, let's line the people up who are not currently in the show, and we're we're all gonna make toasts. There's an actor in the show who is uh, who was excellent in the show. Yes, uh, but he's also fired right. from the show for being an arrogant prick. Right <laughs> now, 
he had a, he had some license to be arrogant. He went on to have another a fine career. Yeah, you know, so uh, he's good at what he does. Yeah, he's done a couple of movies. He's done a couple of TV shows. Yep, he's 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 a, he's 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 uh, and he was young at the time that mm-hmm. he got fired. You know, he's in a Broadway show now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's 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 continued to do well for himself. But when he showed up at the closing, there was like a little bit of a clamoring, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I know a few famous people who are. Who haven't gotten carried away like this, and like uh, I don't know if this is worth clamoring for. Uh, I had felt no compulsion to go say hello to this gentleman. Sure. Uh, and uh, and then that's the only reason why I regretted not going to the party. <laughs> you missed the toast. So I heard that this guy decided to get up and give a toast at the party, where I was like, "Who the fuck cares?" <laughs> What you think? Well, Eddie, Eddie, how many years has it been since he's been with the show? Five, six. It's been, it's been a while. Maybe not that long, but it's been a while. It's Still. been it's been multiple years. So he probably knew. He didn't do a Paris. Few people in the cast. Did he not? No. Oh, I thought he did. No. Oh, weird. oh, oh okay. Then, yeah. Then, okay. Yeah. Never mind. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, and then I was like, oh man. And the weird part was he followed Travis. <laughs> Travis, who who's so, been with the show on Broadway, yes, and been with the show since it opened here in Vegas. And he was at has played Frankie Valley, yes. So, I, you, we all know our friend uh, Graham, who's who's a, a scoop and has been on the show. Yeah. Graham splits the role with uh, Frankie Valley because they have to put vices on their nuts. Yeah. Uh, so they, they the, the two Frankie Valleys they don't play Frankie Valley every single Wait, night. I'm not no. on tonight. Oh shit! What did I do? Graham, what are you doing with the vice on your nuts? I Take the vice off your nuts. On. You were on last night, Graham. What are you doing? I forgot. Jeez. Oh, boy. Why don't we even post a schedule? Uh, I got to take these things to the cleaners. <laughs> so Travis got up, gave a very nice toast, and then... We Stop it! Secondary toast. Why would you speak after the guy? I was like, oh. Here comes my moment. <laughs> SJ, I'm giving a toast. <laughs> um, I've seen the show a couple of times. It was always really good. Here's Cheers. to it. <laughs> well, I heard that his toast Salut. was like, as soon as I heard about this, I had to get on a plane and get here, you know? And you're like, good, because it's all about you, motherfucker. <laughs> what would we have done without someone else to sit in that seat and watch the fucking closing night? How would we have coped? Couldn't have. Uh, Couldn't have. It's good show stuff. business. Oh. And then he proceeded to melt into a puddle of wax. <laughs> <laughs> but that is that is what happens at, at every big show closing. People they have to have one inappropriate moment. Yeah, there's at least one. That's minimum true. one. When I am like a like a tertiary uh, uh, invite to a wedding, yeah, I I do hope for one really good speech and one tire fire of a speech. <laughs> If I'm in one of the back tables as a spectator, that's I'm, I'm always hoping for that. You're, just, you're, you're hoping. You're, every time yeah. somebody gets up to speak, you're like, "Come on!" A good speech was like, one. "Good job." But when someone goes off and just says a couple of inappropriate things and apologizes, doesn't know how to get out of it. The last um, wedding I went to, some, the the best man speech was the tire fire speech. Oh, you always wanted to be one of the big ones. <laughs> he got up. He talked about how hot the uh, mother of the groom was no! when they were kids. Oh no. <laughs> And yeah, that was really about half of his speech. <laughs> Just him talking about how he and the rest of because the it was a, a young the, the the brother of the groom was a, a young mother. 
Okay. And, uh, and he, half of his speech was talking about how all of their friends and he had always been like, man, his mom is really hot. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Hilarious. the mother of the groom is there. Yeah. Sure. She, she's there. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she could make it. <laughs> she's hanging out. She heard her son was getting married. She had to get on the first plane out. <laughs> And SJ was in the wedding, so yeah. we're si- we're sitting at you know the the front table with the oh. bridal party and everything, and I'm just sitting there laughing. <laughs> I, I could not contain myself. Anyways, uh, best of luck uh, to you two on this endeavor of making a mutual life together. Hot moms. <laughs> Cheers. Now that you're married, is it cool if I fuck your mom? <laughs> Are we, are we to that stage in our relationship? I'm sorry. I realized I should have cursed in my speech. <laughs> what I meant to say was boned. Is it going to bone your mom? Oh, that's not a, also not a... Sorry. Pork. I'd like to pork your mom. Pork. Uh, well, cheers to the happy couple. I mean, the, the best man of the mom. Cheers to the happy couple. <laughs> Uh, let's get in some scoop mail, sure. shall we? Yeah. Message for you, sir. Oh, let's see what we have on the old scoop mail for the day. Uh, we have one here from uh, Scoopy K.A., motherfucker. Good day, cunts. Long-time listener, Patreon supporter, having must successful... Be, must be Australian. Yes. Uh... Patreon supporter and having successfully met the obelisk scheme, scheme goal of converting uh, of converting a friend to you guys morning, and first time Jacob. email. Hello. <laughs> so the missus and I will be visiting Louisiana for a week in March of 2017. Sorry to hear. As yeah, right. Uh, as Jacob, uh, let's see. March uh, March is okay. You're still in early enough year. You're not. It's not going to be just ugly and hot yet. Bring your waterproof boots. Yeah. Uh, as Jacob is the only person I know who has lived in Louisiana, my question is. Outside of the usual attractions in New Orleans, what should we go and see in the state of Louisiana? Love your work, Scoopy Kaye, motherfucker. Uh, and that's uh, he's oh he, he's from Brisbane. So there you go, Brisbane. Uh, take a swamp tour. Whoa! They get they put you in a small boat. A Paul <laughs> tour of Paul's ass after the show. Exactly. <laughs> they put Come. you in a small boat. <laughs> They call they call my pants the Everglades. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> slowest looping. Slowest looping. Ah! Uh, slow, good I'm morning, ja- Matt. I'm Jacob's disease. It's contagious. Slowest moving liquid mass. The Everglades. Get get in while you can. This wetland is disappearing. Um, it's I'm- going away. I actually have an off off the beat suggestion for oh, him as well. I uh, should try this thing called Bourbon Street in Ooh. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. If you like alcohol, good and plastic jewelry, okay, <laughs> and jazz, fine. This place is second to none. I like all of those things. If you want to walk through the humid open air whiffs of vomit and piss, <laughs> please. Get the Bourbon Street. I just watched that um, <laughs> Foo Fighters. Uh, Dave Grohl has that thing on HBO that he did, Musical Highways or something like that, Musical Journey. 
Oh, Music, yeah, yeah, I think it's Musical Highway. Anyway. Paul doesn't know what he's Sonic, talking about. Sonic <laughs> Highway. Sonic Highways. Everybody drink. Sonic Highways or Sonic Journeys. Anyway. Uh, we'll never know. I, no, you'll know. It's it's Dave Grohl's HBO music series. And he, uh, I saw the one where he went to uh, Preservation Hall. Uh-huh. And that was uh, really cool. Oh, cool. With the classic jazz guys there and that whole thing. And this, yeah. the story behind that. I was that. laughing because. They recorded a song in that room and. I did uh, with through um, uh, the the new movement. I taught down in New Orleans once. Mm. Did a workshop down there, and I laughed because they said like, "Don't go to Bourbon Street. Go to Blank Street. It's more for where the locals hang out." And it, I I don't even remember the name of the street. Beale. Uh, Beale Street's in, uh, That's in Memphis. Memphis. So that was, they did tell me to go to Beale <laughs> go Street. To Beale Street. <laughs> I mean, it's very nice. <laughs> uh, great workshop there, Donnelly. Why don't you check out Beale Street? <laughs> get, the, get the fuck get, out of get, get on the highway and get the hell out. Why don't you get what you call a trolley car and we call a street car, you idiot, <laughs> and go to Memphis. Um, so, uh, but the, I last because the street was only like two blocks away right. from Bourbon Street. It just was like. You could still like see Bourbon Street as you pass certain alleys, mm-hmm. you know, but it's enough that people don't venture, tourists don't venture away from it. Or it's true. It is crazy down there. You do have to go down there because it's like it's, it feels like a movie set. Oh yeah, go check it's it out. So sure. the architecture is so unique, and then it's so tiny. Oh, depending you, on when you're you going, just cover and, everything. When, I don't know when Mardi Gras is in 2017. Depending, like you might be going in early March. You uh-huh. might be you might be hitting some uh, some Mardi Gras stuff. I've never been for Mardi Gras or Jazz Fest, which is which I believe is Mardi Gras for old people. <laughs> From what I understand, it's like locals Mardi Gras. Locals Mardi Gras, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, I haven't gone for either. Oh, they're both spectacular. Yeah, yeah. It's spectacular with nothing going on. I, yeah. I, I, I was down there in the Mar- middle. Mardi Gras really goes to a different level, though. Oh, of course it does. Yeah, I, 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 I've I've seen a YouTube video or two, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I understand there are breasts. <laughs> I understand uh, there might be more boobies certain times of the year. <laughs> Uh, is it boob season? I wonder, like, how much of a pervert do you look like when they like open your bag at the airport and it's just filled with plastic beads? <laughs> Change the socks and underwear. <laughs> going a mission. <laughs> There's, you know, where I'm going. You. <laughs> I'm going boob city. I'm going to boob city for Marty something. Um. I bet nowadays, yeah. all those guys with beads, they got like GoPros around their neck just taping constantly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Perf technology is greatly increased. Greatly nobody, increased. This is why nobody orders Girls Gone Wild anymore, because they can make their own. Well, that and also, like, the, it is a technology aspect for Girls Gone Wild, because showing up anywhere with a camera crew used to be exciting to see. Right. And now that, was how, like, that was how that worked. Yeah. Right. And now it's just now it's only like, annoying. <laughs> now it's just like, no, you're a forty year old pervert. <laughs> I'm forty two. I, I always was. I have the internet. <laughs> I have the internet. Now I just honestly I just uh, I just lazily, you know, go in for the boobies through Google Maps. <laughs> I just get the helicopter. Google Earth. I get the Google Earth. I just go for the helicopter view of it. Yeah. And this is really exciting. Oh, there's some good top boob over here. <laughs> Some really good top boob. Oh, Everybody oh always God. talks about the side boob. Nobody ever talks about the top boob. I'm sure there's a Google Earth for pervs out there. Where like, hey. It's called the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Google pervs. I like Google pervs. Google just loves its latest, latest feature, Google pervs. Google perv. 
We know what you're looking for on the internet. Just, We've simplified it. Google Perf. It's just boats. The filthiest stuff yeah, ever. It's just, it's just boats going by topless beaches at different places in the world. <laughs> just, just this weird. It's, it's oh, the seas are too rough today. I can barely take a look. It's 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 boats going by topless beaches, and it's an army of drone cameras that patrol open windows in hotel rooms. <laughs> we do it for you. <laughs> our, our drone peeping toms Google perf Google perf Google perf That's like when they took the naked pictures out of Playboy Everybody was like oh this is terrible They're taking all the naked pictures out of this magazine <laughs> Do you, there's, there's this thing It's the world wide web <laughs> Lots of naked pictures Believe me Playboy gets it Yeah, <laughs> They're done Playboy's mm-hmm. like oh people are actually only reading us for the articles now We might as well just do the articles mm-hmm. Um Next scoop out. Yep. Uh, we have one from the Scarlet Scoop. Uh, this is this is one uh, getting going back to us saying, uh, don't listen to our advice. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, hello, you normally magnificently skeptical trio. I feel bad that my first time writing into you guys is to call you guys out, but fuck it. Spelled B-U-T-T, fuck it. All right. Okay. Uh, your last three episodes of playing around with the uh, Briggs-Myers test have driven me to write into the show. I, 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 uh, this is a fine call out here. Sure. I, I didn't realize the test that we were taking was the Briggs Myers test. I didn't either. Mm. But I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> the Briggs Myers test that you guys have been, uh, going on about for the last three episodes is bullshit with a capital shit. It's painful to listen to you guys fall for this crap, but I understand why you do. Oh, wait a minute. I don't know fall, what we've fallen for. Fall for. I don't know what we've fallen for. I don't know if you and I have adjusted any aspect <laughs> of our lives to taking this personality test. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. <laughs> the only, literally, the only thing that has changed from this personality test is us talking about a personality test. <laughs> right. Before we took this test, we weren't talking about a personality test. And it's, it's, someone did write me privately whether I thought the test was bullshit. And I did say yes, but I didn't. Sure. I guess I didn't say it enough on air. It is an internet personality test. Guys, <laughs> we we literally said we googled personality test. And yeah, he Jacob searched the, it first the first thing. one that came up. Yeah, that was our research. Yeah, but we were open about it as we did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing we did was uh, all right. Mm. Go We're ahead. not saying go it's take for this. entertainment purposes only. Right. Just like all the psychics we go to. Yeah. Come on, guys. We're skeptics. <laughs> <laughs> you know prob- I knew we were going to get this email. I read my horoscope this morning, and I was like, oh, we're going to get an email. <laughs> Here Ms. it comes. Miss Isabel told me it was going to be one of those days. <laughs> Are you going to Miss Isabel? I go to Miss Isabel. <laughs> for entertainment purposes. I, yeah, of yeah. course. It's just for fun. She's so full of shit. <laughs> I mean, she gives me hand jobs. Wait a minute. What? Oh, she's Paul great. gets advice. <laughs> but he's singing so nicely. <laughs> giving you a hand job. This is easy to predict the outcome of that. Yeah. I can see the future. I can, it's I sticky. <laughs> it's a sticky nap. <laughs> sticky nap. Thirty dollars, please. <laughs> that is a, now I see why you got to miss Edsonville. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I probably would have completely bought into your enjoyment of the test too if I hadn't dated a psych grad for two years. So it's your fault. Well, that's, no, that's what it, it sounds just, like to me. It just, he got psyched. He got with a girl who was all blah, blah, blah. Our personalities don't mesh, so we can't be together. Oh, this is what we cut deep is what happened. <laughs> I see what's going on here. I dated a psych grad once, too. This didn't bother me. 
Uh, I was a physics major, but I find psycho. Again, again, Jacob has one experience, and it wipes out everyone else's experience. <laughs> but, Boom! He but, doesn't carry keys. No one carries no keys. No one carries keys. Jacob was dating a P-S-Y-C-H. Psycho? Psych grad. Go ahead. Uh, finish your joke. And she, well, he, he, he dated someone who, she was majoring in Ouija board. That's what, that's what I'm saying. There we go. Yeah, I found it. It is contagious. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Dating someone getting your PhD uh, gave me lots of opportunities to pick her mind on the subject. Again, your fault. One of the first conversations I was we had. Make my uh, my dad take the test just so he get the defender because <laughs> that's one of the first the defender. The defender. Yes. Uh, one of the first conversations we had was about the Briggs Myers test, as I just got a new job that required me to take it as a step in the hiring process. Turns out that if you actually know anything about psychology, you'll know the test is complete and other nonsense. Here are a few reasons why. The two people who created the test and whom it is named after, uh, uh, Briggs uh, uh, Briggs Myers and Catherine Briggs, Isabel Briggs, Briggs Myers. I was going to guess Catherine probably Briggs. the last names of the scientists are probably Briggs and Myers. Yeah. That's what I would guess. But it's weird because one of their names is Briggs Myers, is oh. Isabel Briggs Myers oh, and Catherine Briggs. Okay, were they a couple? It's I, incestuous. I've told you everything I know about them now. <laughs> Uh, they had no formal psychological training. Uh, number two, there is no scientific way to prove the validity of the test terminology. Um, yep, fine. Uh, its categories aren't but they... uh, scientific uh, <laughs> divisions. They are stereotypes. But they showed me a cartoon of my personality, and then they said it was I shared the same personality with made-up superheroes. I saw that, too. I how, really liked that part. How are you saying, how is this possible? When I looked at Paul's, I think one of the people that he shared the personality type with was Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil. Daredevil was in mine. Uh, Daredevil, we should be in mine. <laughs> There's something there. All right. Uh, let's see. Um... In part, uh, somebody, uh, some big psychologist says, uh, in part because it would be questioned by my academic colleagues. Uh, that's why he didn't uh, mention the test in some paper. Right. So it's all hoo ha. Uh, it's all a lie. Yeah. Anyway, we are we aren't basing anything in our lives on on a personality test we found online. No. That's the that's the end of that. Yeah. So uh, thanks for running in though. Write in some more. Write, it was, in, write it again without please, yeah. uh, talking about the personality test. It was a jumping off point for conversation. That's yes. nothing And it more. did. We did. We, 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 mm -hmm. uh, we had fun, guys. That's it. We yeah. used it for entertainment purposes. Yeah. We should I find a different a personality test? Is that what you're telling me? I should go online and choose the second personality test? Is that what you want me to do? To the internet. <laughs> Keep taking personality tests until you get mass murderer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. That's, I was always afraid to have my handwriting evaluated. <laughs> You're gonna get murdered. I thought I was Ooh, gonna get murdered. Speaking of handwriting evaluated, yeah. The wife and I watched the two part John Bonet thing. <laughs> Did you see it? Oh, no. I saw the ad for it. Wow. Yikes. Dad, this is a criminal attorney. The father did it or no? I, I I always guess that, but that's you know I, it was in the family somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. He's dead right. It it happened in the house. There's yeah. no two ways about it. It, it may have been the young son. May have been an accidental thing. Yeah, they got to some really interesting possibilities. I mean, it's all it's all still you know just possible. But the letter, the crazy ransom letter, no, crazy. Fake. Oh man, it's on her stationery with her pen in her handwriting. The amount of money demanded by the ransomers was the exact amount that he got for his bonus that year. $118,000. Who asked for $118,000 from a millionaire? <laughs> 
You know what I mean? It's all this weird. It's, it's too much weird. Uh, it's so much weird. The guy who kidnapped uh, Sinatra's kid asked for a very specific amount yeah. of money. What was that? He had he had been watching the stock market. Yeah, and he figured out, he 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 came up with some system, some gaming system, where he basically if he had something like fifty grand. He would be able to live. He knew comfortably. how to. He knew how to roll it, and so he kidnapped Sinatra's kid. And when he called them and demanded the money, Sinatra offered more. Right. And he's like, "No, no, you're messing with my system." <laughs> and he did. He said, "No, no, I just want the blank amount of money." Right. Okay. But there was no call. There was. Just, oh no no. Yeah. That guy, by the way, the, the thing was, I think it was This American Life that covered or something like that. That's interesting. Uh, two hundred forty thousand dollars. Yes, for two hundred forty thousand dollars, and he would have been, you know, rolling in it. Yeah. And. uh he did go to prison, and from prison he did track his system, and the system would have worked. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. The rich get richer, the kidnappers go to jail. What are you going to do? It's a tale of the old It's an unfair world. It's a cruel, cruel <laughs> it's world. It's a cruel, cruel world. But it was fascinating to watch. Uh, if any of you are crime buffs, my wife is obsessed with all the forensic files and all that kind of stuff anyway so yeah. it was right up her People alley were really consumed with the John Bonet case well, I'm, it was it was everything when we were kids if it, it was crazy a, if it was an older sibling accidentally uh, killing a kid I understand going to crazy lengths yep yep that's that's kind of what that's kind of what they got to it's if, what it kind of feels if like if one of my if one of my children I have to murder the other one right you want which, to I which I try to discourage by the way yeah I want to be clear uh I mean, I let them roughhouse in the bathtub. It's not completely forbidden, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. discouraged. It's, yeah, you're roughhouse exactly. in the I, bathtub, <laughs> which is the safest place. I don't want to make hard rules because I want to make no. them let them discover their own. You, know, you want to let them their choose own their own, own path. Yeah, don't kill your brother, okay? Yeah, but if I, you know, if I say don't kill your brother, then the first thing I want to do is kill That's their brother. That's exactly right. right. So I'm always going like, shouldn't? Wouldn't you like it more if your brother was around for dinner? You know, those are the kind of things that <laughs> right, I do right. as a parent. Because you're a good parent. Um, I could see myself going to crazy lengths to make sure that, that the surviving one didn't think uh, that he, he did that. That seems to be the case. Dr. Phil. Dad, did, it, did, we, did any of us murder each other as children? <laughs> Many attempts. <laughs> Many attempts. <laughs> Dr. Was, Phil does an interview with the kid. Yeah. He's in his 30s now. Yeah. He's an odd duck. Get out I, of know, town. I know, right? I know. Can you believe? Surprise. Surprise. I know. He was in the pageant family where he didn't pageant before any murder happened. Right. <laughs> he was going to be a weird duck <laughs> this regardless. Kid, this kid was dealt oh, a strange hand before yes. anything went down. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. But it's something to see. Yeah. And, you know, Dr. Phil's like, I'll let you make the judgment. But he smiles at some very inappropriate moments. <laughs> Showing me a lack of concern or feeling on some of these really rather strong issues. <laughs> Just my opinion. Is Dr. Phil a psychologist? What I am is a Briggs Myers expert. <laughs> there we go. What I have done is fashioned a test where I can tell you what kind of INTJSPFKRNT you are. <laughs> and I'll let you know what that means about how much you need to pay me. Spoiler, the answer is always a lot. A lot, a lot. The more assertive, the more money I demand. I want to know, like, as, like, maybe the detective in the case, right? 
what is it like to hear like Dr. Phil kind of feel like he's cracking it? Do you know what I mean? Like you put in all this work. Well, you that's the thing. Like these these just guys. Look at the TV. You don't know shit. And these he's guys. got a kid. And be like, Dad, you can figure it out, but Dr. Phil is nailing it. Why yeah. didn't you? Why didn't you go talk to Dr. Phil? Come the on. guy, the guys who were originally investigating it, like yeah. the, the the prosecutor and everything. Yeah. Like the 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 new investigative team is like, oh. This is why the investigation didn't go forward. It's such a fucking weird thing. The grand jury voted to indict both the parents. Yeah. But the prosecuting uh, district attorney waived it. Really? But in the press conference, he made it sound like we're not pursuing this because the grand jury has done its due diligence. He didn't say, though, I am going against the advice of the grand jury. Right. It's the yeah. creepiest thing. Is that it's, possible, then? Yeah, it's always in his discretion. Yep, and huh. that's prosecutorial discretion. Mm-hmm. Wow, and yeah. that's what it was. And it's really like yeah, they, it, they can determine they're not going to waste the assets of the office on somebody who's going to blow up and be a nothing. And it would have cost them a fortune. It would have been yeah, it would have been an explosion, you know. Yeah, and they chose not to spend the money. They couldn't win it. They didn't think. That's the other thing. They decided they couldn't win it. That's a big sure. part, and, and it was like, and the other, they talked to some other uh, investigators and detectives on the case who were yeah. just like, every time I tried to knock on that door, I got met with, this is a political thing, You, it goes no further than here. It's done. Okay. And so that go. kind of thing. Then the other weird thing, this, the, the new group is so interesting. So is, is fellow jealous pageant girl out then because that was always my secret thing nancy honey, kerrigan is still boo-boo. in the running nancy <laughs> kerrigan still could be <laughs> funny enough are we sure that it wasn't honey boo boo <laughs> just coming over and being like you tap dancing bitch honey zygote Funk. she would not have been born by then honey zygote <laughs> here comes honey zygote so the world was smarter then than it is now <laughs> you never expect it to be honey zygote a little bit <laughs> She was so young. <laughs> they kind of they all That's a, uh, I think I maybe I've mentioned this before on the show, yeah. but if you haven't, watch the Mr. Show sketch where they do the, the oh, old the, baby <laughs> the fetus oh. beauty contest. Oh. It, it is, is incredible. It's very funny. It's incredible. It's so funny. I love when they just refer to old baby yeah. as old baby. Uh, we liked old baby. We He had job with pork rinds for a while. She ate all the irregular pork rinds. She just loves them. Old baby just loved them. <laughs> Don't she? Oh, my God. Old baby. Yeah, so good. Oh, God damn. That fucking sketch. But the new investigative team was full of characters. And Dr. Phil. You Well, Dr. Phil, that was a separate thing. Okay. But they, they kind of tied it in. But... Um, man, the characters on this show, these yeah. new investigators, they got this German guy with the craziest haircut you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Good. Amazing. Uh, they got, uh, the main guy who's like all about being an expert in child, uh, murder and sexually motivated crimes, which they think they pretty much ruled all the sex stuff out. Okay. On their end. They had a, a female psychologist, uh, doing a bunch of stuff, but then there's this Japanese guy <laughs> Amazing, and you can read online. They had this, in this in this a second episode. They did this whole thing where DNA evidence stuff has advanced so far in those oh, twenty years yeah, yeah. that the DNA that they got would basically be inadmissible or coincidental at best, especially because of the contamination of the crime scene and how much they moved them around. Right. 
the body was moved all over the place. Pops, what are you, what's, what's going on with DNA evidence now? Is it, is it advanced? Oh, yeah, sure it has. But I don't follow it that closely because I haven't used it. But it certainly has advanced. As a matter of fact, you get results much more quickly. You just have to wait weeks for it. Yeah, I was going to say, you used, used to hate watching cop shows because they'd have DNA evidence in days. Uh, absolutely, and, and it just didn't happen that way. It would right. take six to eight weeks to get it really run through. Nowadays, it's quicker than that. Yeah, they were able to take... So their whole thing was the, that DNA came off of uh, the girls' undergarments. Uh, but they they bought fresh packs of kids' underwear, Yeah, swabbed them, and found DNA right there from... Oh, from people packing. Right. Because you're always told to wash your kids' clothes. Exactly. When you get them before they wear them. There's that. And, and no matter what, even if somebody folded them or whatever. Yeah. I think you're told to just wash your clothes before you wear them, too. But No way. It was cracking me. put on a fresh Hanes shirt out of the bag? It's true. It was oh, come on. Cracking yeah. me up because. I don't the, care what kind of cancer <laughs> has I has all that DNA all over that it. comfort? Feels no. so good. Yuck. Yuck. The tingly feels of their DNA no, on gross. my yeah. fresh skin. Gross. Great. Always wash. The, but the guy. <laughs> The guy was all, he kept saying, he kept saying, uh, when we sample for the DNA on the panty, uh, we find. <laughs> Did you singular? Yeah. Oh. He says he keeps saying panty. And oh, go to Beale Street, buddy. I, I mean, he said panty probably 15 times. I was losing my shit. And, I, and then I started doing my bit yeah. next to Anne. And she's like, shut up, stop it. And then she's, <laughs> like she's, on, and then she's online and she's reading like, uh, like a gawker recap or something like that yeah. and it's like can we please have them stop using panty <laughs> like, like, like it's, I'm not the only one who noticed it it's, it's so creepo it doesn't have the panty oh wait what does the panty say when you when we find so much DNA on the panty already it was it was too much for me to handle he was Mothra's agent straight up it was great they had him subtitled the whole show even though you can understand most of it that's great I mean, I can understand it all because I speak Martha's agent, but uh, sure. holy shit, fucking yeah. funny stuff. Oh, uh, panty, 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 panty. There's, <laughs> nothing, there's nothing creepier than pronouncing, than really enunciating the T in panty. Yeah, it, 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 it was, especially no when, it's, when it's panties for three-year-old girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Unintentionally super creepy. Dad, did you wash your clothes before you put on us? No. Um, <laughs> did you? Uh, He's like, uh, no. Uh, contaminated crime scenes, big factor. Always, always, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's essential. You don't know what was wiped down, what was touched. Yeah, that's that's why they now they roped them off. It's yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Because you don't want somebody coming in and just cleaning up the duck feathers before the uh, CSI, CSI which, which, guys can which get happens. in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember the OJ, uh, uh, not OJ, um, the Kennedy. Lawyer. By the time they got, by the time DNA evidence came around, they could apply it to the Kennedy stuff for the bullets. Oh, I don't remember that. Go ahead. They found like eighteen people's DNA on it. Oh, jeez. Because it was like everybody was handling the bullet right. that that That's Kennedy got shot yeah. with. Yeah. And that OJ Simpson's crime scene was like a was a, was abominably handled. They said that just like everybody's walking all over. Didn't the place. they just like a few months ago find a knife buried in that yard? Yes, they when they did. were doing some reconstruction. Yeah, it turned out not to be involved. They tested that and it was different not the thing. Knife. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some guy tried to sell a knife. So it's just some other knife buried in a backyard for right. some other yeah. reason. <laughs> no, I mean that's what I mean. That's what's even scarier. It's just, just, it's just your, it's just your mom and pop backyard knife. It's not the yeah. murder weapon backyard. That's knife. not. I mean, the knife. Who doesn't have knives buried in their backyard? Come on. You know, I would. Who not, among us? I would not be surprised <laughs> to find many knives in Jacob's backyard. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all. There's a closet for that, sir. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you run out of room. Um, how much harder is Deb when you're in a high profile? You've been in some high profile cases that get a lot of press. A couple. A couple uh, I have, yeah. How yeah. much harder is it to, to, to do your job when you have a high profile case? I didn't pay attention to it. Okay. I, didn't, I just never read the papers. I, I knew what it was going to be, and it was ugly, and I said, that's it. It's, I don't care. This is what we do, and I don't read it. Right. Because when you read what's in the paper and you're trying the case, you don't think that report's in the same courtroom as you because they just don't get the testimony the way it comes in. Mm. They'll stop in to walk out. They don't get it. They'll hit a high point, which isn't a high point, and, and roll with it. The, the, like the juiciest point that could run with for yeah, the, for the paper. Yeah, for the, not the thing that might be the good question, cross-examination that you're going to you know, use later. So when you were watching something like the OJ trial, right, and you watched like that, that dream team of defenders there? Painful. Painful, right? Awful, yeah. Because uh, the because there's a lot of press reporting on dumb stuff. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's hard to bring it all back now, but I remember it just being painful. Because you hated it. I hated it because I thought Judge Ito blew it. He put the jury in a, a hotel, yeah, and then conducted pre-trial hearings during the trial, some of which went on for days. Right, and the jury's sitting up in there with their fingers in their ears. What are they doing for days? They can't do anything except right. talk about the case, which they're not supposed to talk about. So it was just horrendous the way it was run. And then he just let, they ran all over him. And Ito really got enraptured with the TV. There's yeah. no question he did. And that's how he ran the case. Because he he, the, just the access to the trial alone was one of the weirdest yeah. things that had happened, right? Yeah. Um, I can see why he did that. But if you're going to do that, you run a tight ship. You don't run what he ran. It was a circus. Yeah. Right. Uh, when you uh, both that trial in real life and then all on TV after big trials are over people just come running down the courthouse steps and the reporters swarm them and they have like a mini impromptu press conference Does that ever happened to you? They'd get me in a court courtroom uh -huh. and uh, knowing like a death penalty case you pretty much know I was going to come out and yeah. I'd get a quote ready and just lay it on them and you know you'd get you'd out prepared with a quote? Yeah, oh yeah 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 it was always something about Springsteen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look, tramps like us. Bruce didn't baby, do we were, it. Baby, we were born to run. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just walks away. <laughs> no more comments. <laughs> you know, we learned more from a three-minute record than I ever learned in school, guys. Good night. Bye. It's a suicide rap. <laughs> it's a suicide rap. You got to get out while you're young. <laughs> um. Well, for this episode, I, I actually do want to ask you about uh, uh, death penalty stuff in a way that we're responsible for being funny. You just have to tell us the story, okay? Why kill this? Why kill the show? You, we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to kill this show. We're going to kill the next show. But this is, this is a spoiler alert for the next show. We're going to. I'm curious because uh, I'm curious to talk to you about it, and uh, and you'll and and uh, believe me. This will not go down to a weird emotional place for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard the way that we handled the John Bonet Ramsey case just now, but uh, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you right now, I'm curious because because I, I think people don't understand the process of it, so I'm curious about the process of it. But for now, what people are really more concerned about is who's better people on the earth, Jock or Nerd? Nerd, Jock. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. It is time. Time for Jack versus Explosion. Explosion. Uh, la, 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 boom, 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 boom. From Scoopy Mac.
By the way, my dad just held up the sign of the beast and banged his head the entire time during that. It was really awesome. It was kind of disconcerting, really. Yeah. What was weird is that he stood right up and clapped. It was really, yeah, he just, he was right on his feet. Not the, not, get the fuck get out, out of the front, front row. row. <laughs> <laughs> not for Frankie Valley, but get for, out of here. for the Jack versus Nerd thing. He was right up on his feet. Uh, so let's see. We have one from, uh, from Scooby Mac. Uh, so both questions uh, have a number answer, and guessing exact is pretty unlikely. So for the purposes of having a winner, closest uh, correct ought to win. Flying in the Jock vs. Nerd question includes uh, flighted animals and wings, pilots and aircraft, but not weather, uh, thunder, hurricanes, etc. Yeah, there's also going to be a quiz just for you about your own grandkids at the end of this as well. <laughs> Do we have? So you know. Is this going to be the average airspeed velocity of an unladen uh, African swallow? If you oh, no, you said oh, you blew the joke. European. You right. said African, African and the joke. You're, you're, you're supposed right. to say African, African European, European after the joke. Try to get right. Uh, what's the average airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? African and European. No, I don't know that. That's easy. What is your favorite color? Oh, we were doing accents. Blue, that we, were, I mean, oh. we were trying to do Beatles accents, and we called it Cockney. No. Oh, did we call it Cockney? I did, maybe. Okay, no. Uh, I'm yeah. glad that you... <laughs> Yeah. You distance yourself no, right li- away. Liverpudlian. No, that's not, that's not what it's called either. It's Liverpudlian. I was. It's, I beetle. Like it. it's beetle. I don't think it's called Liverpudlian. Well, I'm calling it that now. <laughs> I'll just change the rules. Uh, it's not hard. Two Brits, say I'm two Brits chimed in over. Uh, oh, well, congratulations. <laughs> Charm away, Big Ben. Uh, mean us of peace and love. Don't peace correct me on Twitter. Love. Peace and love. Um, uh, Scouse. Yeah, it's called Scouse. I never heard that term before. All right, so yeah, that's, that. that, that's a yeah. Courtney's got a lot of broken down stuff. It all falls he apart. Sure does, does. Yeah, look, I gave it. Won't you get your face out of the guy, you miserable cop? <laughs> Matter with you, hanging out with the rats and yes. such. I don't sound like that at all. Well, you used Quiet, Ann. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back when we were playing skiffle, that's how you sounded. <laughs> Back when we were a skiffle band. All didn't sound like that. Oh, I did not. No, you did. I just like, we're making sure that we piss off every British listener we have. Okay. Okay. British, Australian, the whole crew. That's you guys, getting, it's, honestly, everybody. it's your guys' fault for leaving the union. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, <laughs> get the rat out. Although Brexit was a serial. <laughs> get the rat out for, for leaving European Union. <laughs> oh, 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 there's a new movie coming out. If they just with, uh, I just like if they just inflated rats by like the channel. <laughs> there's this new movie. I can't remember what it's called now. Of course, Mrs. Wilson, I think, or something. Okay, but it's uh, some corporate lawyer lady going up against the government and all this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a whole scene in the trailer. Where there's a big truck driving down the middle of New York, and they got scabbers, scabbers, scabby up there, big and proud, and they're like they're taking down some other politician, calling him. He's like, "How did you get that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, how'd you get scabby?" Not that hard. Not hard to get scabby out. (laughs) So there he is. If you want to see him, look at that trailer, and you go, "Oh, that's Scabby the Rat." You guys went union over there, the public defenders, right? You guys went. You guys went for a union over there, right? Yes. Uh, Did anyone break? Break break union laws there. What's can you try? What happens if you try to defend someone? Can you can you go out against the union? No, we didn't. We never. You wouldn't get charged with that. No, mm-hmm. uh, it's more jobs, charged, but... job security. It was yeah. pretty hard to get fired. I knew one guy that pulled it off though. He did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but even the union was Woo. like, buddy. No, we couldn't. We got nothing. He had no protection. This guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you haven't named any names. So who, what did he do? Well, he went. To, he got his client put into a drug program, uh-huh. and she happened to be an escort. And then he would go and visit her voraciously at the drug program, <laughs> counseling her. I'm really concerned about her progress. <laughs> right. Sure. I want to make sure she's doing well. Well, what you usually do is you put in a drug program, you pack him your ship, and goodbye. Right. No, he wanted to follow up. And being Not if you're true... a good public servant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dad, how many people have you visited in drug rehab? Three or four, but they didn't catch me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They don't call him Dave the Addiction Donnelly for nothing. Six kids, four moms. (laughs) I could be the Donald. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, one more ex-wife, one more kid, you're going for president. (laughs) You're going to have to get a lot fatter. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Scoopy Mac says, Greetings, you fabulous cunts. A friend mentioned yesterday that around this time of year, airline tickets from my home city of Melbourne, Australia, to L.A. Uh, return are about a third of what they typically sell for. A quick chat to a travel agent and some light Googling confirms this. So, as of an hour ago, I've decided, fuck it. This time next year, I'm flying to Vegas and fulfilling a lifelong dream of seeing P&T live and a years-long dream of seeing The Bucket Show. <laughs> nice. At, at, least no- at least you've been dreaming about it for a year. That's awesome. <laughs> One of those will not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I present Jock versus Nerd Flying Edition. All oh, right. This is exciting. So again, this is uh, for, the, for the purpose of this Closest Jock versus number- Nerd. Works. Yeah, it's going to be closest number wins, and flying is flighted animals, wings, pilots, and aircraft, but not things like weather, like uh, like hurricanes and that kind sure. of type of thing. Oh, good. I hate weather questions. Yes. Glad we rolled that out together. Jack, question for Paul. Mm. How many professional sports teams, that's NFL, MLB, NBA, and NHL, have flying mascots? Oh, geez. There's not even multiple choice on this? It's a guess a number. All right. Let's go. Let's guess numbers here. Paul's taking his shoes off. 26. <laughs> 26. Dad, higher or lower than 26? Lower. Lower. I mean, we're talking all the teams. All the teams. All yeah. the all teams. Sports. There aren't a lot of flying mascots in hockey. But there are a lot of double ups. Yeah. I just, everybody. Oh, yeah. Do the, they go to that. They right. go to flying stuff. Okay. I'm going to go higher than 26. And I would argue manta rays have flight capability, <laughs> limited though it might be. <laughs> So let's see. Let's they see that do, plays. If there are let's certain that species that yeah. can get out of the yeah. water and yeah. get airborne for a minute and then hit back in, yeah. So that's flight. And the penguins are not a flight bird, right? We want to make sure that flightless that, bird. That's a penguins not on the list. Not yeah. on the list. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and not counting storms like the hurricanes. <laughs> right. Public defender Dave Donnelly wins this one because it is indeed lower than twenty six. Oh. oh wow! It is nineteen. Nineteen. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, rattle them off, Jacob. Uh, we got, uh, let's see, the Detroit Red Rings, the Flyers, the Ducks, the Blackhawks, and the Winnipeg Jets. That's the NHL. NFL, you got the New York Jets, the Ravens, the Eagles, the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Arizona Cardinals. Major League Baseball, St. Louis Cardinals, Orioles, Angels, and the Houston Astros. And uh, NBA, the Houston Rockets, the Pelicans, the Hawks, and the Hornets. Uh-huh. There you go. I would argue that a, that a Yankee can take flight. <laughs> <laughs> and Angels don't necessarily fly. Some of them live in hell. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Some of them are walking around Matt Damon backstage. Matt Damon. <laughs> Come here, uh, so Angel. Paul, is, Paul has a different uh, differential of uh, seven right now. Sit down, Angel. 
So, right. uh, Matt, you need to get closer than seven. Closer than seven. Nerd question for I Matt. I bet I don't do it. <laughs> a common criticism of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith is the sheer volume and length of the establishing shots of aircraft taking off and landing. How many of these shots are there? How many shots are there in Star Wars Episode Three of aircraft taking off or landing? It's tough because it's one of my favorite movies. Sure. So you think I'd know this? Well, I mean, you've counted you've counted that in all of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, exactly. And so it's hard to which, one. which one is which. I also count. Yeah, I've counted them in every even even Top Gun. I know there's eight in that. Sure, sure. I mean, who doesn't know that though? <laughs> uh, I'll go with eight. Uh, so you're going eight. Paul, you going higher or lower than eight? I'm going higher. Uh, Public Defender Dave Donnelly? I'll go higher with Paul. All right. Um, it is higher. Let's see. Let me let me see if I can count this off here. Uh, the number is 37. Jesus. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. Or, that movie is... All those movies or, are shit. Or 38 if you include the deleted scene of Yoda landing on uh, Dagobah. Oh, right. That's in the DVD extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that. he's not in a ship. He's in an escape pod. That sort of. Is, that's uh, a, so that's, I guess it's sort of a ship. So uh, I was off by uh, 29. 29. Paul was off by 7. So I believe Paul wins. I think I win that versus one. Nerd. That I one. think I'm that one. Uh, you would think so if Matt had not said before I asked him the question that he bet that he was going to get it wrong. <laughs> so Matt wins Shot versus Nerd. <laughs> yes. Insurance. insurance. I bet I did insurance. the insurance. Bet got down. The insurance. I bet insurance. Uh, Blackjack, had, Blackjack was at the dealer. I, I just caught another little clip. That's a lot. 37 is <laughs> a lot. It's, it's a, a lot of establishing it's such a stupid fucking thing. The, the, I just caught another uh, clip of Phantom Menace with, yeah. uh, with Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. And you know that whole theory about Jar Jar actually being an evil yes. Sith Lord? I actually yeah. have heard that, yeah. It's legit. Like, I saw another thing that I was like, oh, shit, he is. Like, it's 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 a, this moment where he gets electrocuted at the pod race. Yeah. He, he comes up and he, and he hits his lips on that little beam and he's, oh, I never noticed this before. He, but until I've started looking for this weird stuff, he throws a wrench in the air in the same moment, and it falls right into the engine of Anakin's pod racer. Really? Yes. Like, he sabotages the pod. Or it might be somebody else's pod. So they but he's, might like, have been, sabotaging a pod. And this isn't wrong, but it might, have, it might have been cool to set up a sympathetic character that would ultimately betray someone, this right? W- this was... I mean, I really think it was the plan. Yeah. Lucas had this plan to make this character... That was the Phantom Menace. He was truly, they didn't know, like he was, there, there's a lot of this stuff. You, if you watch those clips, it's really yeah. interesting. I really think, and then. This is the most interesting thing I've heard about this movie. Have you not, have you not seen this? <laughs> no, I saw it. Oh, you guys, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fascinating. It's terrible. And, uh, but no, I mean the, 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 the theory. The theory oh, stuff. No, I've not seen the theory. You've got to see some of those clips. You'll flip out. Like, it, it's, it's, it's really I crazy. More, I bet you won't flip out. More, I did. <laughs> more compelling evidence against Jar Jar or JonBenet's brother? What do you think? More compelling evidence against Jar Jar, believe it or not. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Then I'm in. Uh, it's really, it's interesting. Uh, and I think he... Lucas just wasn't prepared for the backlash of people just hating that character yeah, so much. Exactly. And he's yeah. like, well, I guess I can't make the whole thing about this thing. Which is right. I mean, it's a fine adjustment and those things do happen. I guess. I think you should have seen it through. But it would have been another, it would have been another 
case also of it having a black killed. villain. It would have. Oh my gosh! He, yeah, yeah. All his villains are African American. <laughs> like seriously, like they've rectified this with the new trilogy. Yeah. Like Finn is the hero. Yeah. They made a point of doing that. Yeah. But uh, the other, it's you know, Lando turns. Yeah. He finally has his resolution, but no, like yeah. all the bad guys are African American. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, it's not weird. It's racist. Well, the there you go. It's That's the word I'm looking for. It's weird. It's racially insensitive. <laughs> it's racially insensitive. Did you hear about the um, space race? This is a tough one. The creator of uh, the Wire, David Simon, yes, used the used the N word ending with an A. Oh, to, well, that's fine then. To Oops. make fun of Hannity. Handy was hosting a uh, like a Black Caucus event for Fox News, mm-hmm. and David Simon wanted to call out how terrible that was that Sean Hannity of all people should be talking to black people. Right. So David Simon did a, a, a funny sarcastic tweet. I'm sure of saying like Hannity, my N word ending with an A exclamation point. Right. I guess they couldn't, and they named he names two other prominent black celebrities. I guess they couldn't get blank and blank, so they got. Uh, I heard about My this. My man, Sean Hannity. Right. So uh, I guess, again, we're faced with the conundrum, there is no sarcasm font. Definitely. Although I think people get that the sarcasm is just that it's... Yeah, but it's just, how do you handle that? What was fascinating to me is I believe he would have gotten away with it verbally. I agree. If it weren't for those damn kids. Well, I agree. That's it. And it, I mean, everything is tone and, uh, like we always say, intention. Yeah. And you can't get intention through very clearly on a tweet. No, no. And that's true. That is why I rarely use the N-word in my tweets. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Jacob's Jacob's tip for the day. That's why. I, I Honestly, I'm going the other way. Oh, boy. Um, double down. Insurance. Double down. You better take some insurance. Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I got to have two yeah, Twitter Take accounts. some insurance on that one. Um, now I, I, well, I think also, too, his experience with The Wire. I mean, there's some very coarse, frank language throughout that. And so he wrote it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. And and also, like, yeah, I mean, he went into the heart of Baltimore to write yes. that. He went into the heart of New Orleans to write that. I and mean, he's really done uh, what the way he's done to, to portray black characters on television in three-dimensional ways. Yeah, you, you listen to their wiretaps. Yeah. And they call each other that word all the time. It's, right. It, it's, 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 and I it's, said to one guy, I said, don't you use the word fuck anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 right. And it's like, good idea. Right. And well, it listen, would be, fucking fuck. It would be true to his experience, but. It's still it's still taboo. It's still uh, mm. it's still uh, you know. Uh, yes, it's taboo. And uh, anytime you as a white person get called out by black people for doing anything that is insensitive, no matter what your intention is, you kind of have to bow down. Mea culpa. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he has not, which is a little strange. That's interesting. What the shame of it is is that if if this is uh, wrong. It's not as egregious as what he was pointing out, which is Hannity right. should not be hosting any events. Trying right. to get the trying to get the pulse of Black America, right? Uh, and so it's a shame that that isn't getting more outrage. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's a few other tweets I saw you, on that. But piece. you can be held accountable for misfire, and this is a misfire sure. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna put the N word in a tweet today and see how it goes. Oh boy, no. <laughs> Who's that comedian? Which, which account are you gonna Don't use? Do I forget. It. I forget. Oh, I think it's uh, Mulaney, maybe. Mm. He said, "Like uh, you wrote the word midget into a sketch, and midget is insensitive and wrong. It's as bad as using the N word." And he says, "You want to know how I know 
that that's not true is because you and I are both saying the word midget and we're both saying the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. seems, seems fair. Uh, <laughs> seems true. fair. Um, true. Which I love. That. <laughs> I False love that. equivalency. False equivalency. Um, all right. Uh, thank you, Scooby Mac, for that Dark versus Nerd. Thank you, Scooby Mac. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. And Paul, we got to thank some people here in a theme. I don't know if last time uh, Public Defender Dave Donnelly visited us, we were doing theme thank yous yet. But, uh, Probably not. Um, I will go ahead and do it as uh, expert panty uh, <laughs> investigator yeah. from the Jean Bonnet uh, investigators. Okay. Great. I will do it as Dr. Phil. Great. Okay. Akashi, my saw, my saw hand from a wipe all the panty. Uh, find a DNA. If you look at the way Brad Kefauver takes a look at the takes a look at the evidence and blinks, I, I don't trust his blinking. Amos, give uh, me a uh, five or more minute to find the more DNA on the panty. We we should be talking to his lead detective, Buster Kamikaze. Amy, dribbles some DNA on the panty. Someone who doesn't understand their own sexuality is Carmen Perry. Andrew Spencer spent some time find how they got the DNA on the panty. Chris Ellis's DNA is all over that thing. And the foods. <laughs> Christine Elsesser. Now there's a woman I trust. Autumn Cowell Sheen. Sheen find you. what happened to your Sheen. I think we all get together and take Christopher Scalanda's test, personality test. Barry Roll on the panty. The person who introduced me to Oprah was Clifford Hughes. Ben, couple couple time have to double check a DNA on the panty. <laughs> I talked to Dan, Daniel. He really enjoyed it. That's why it's Daniel Harden. I hate Paul so much. Break a Martin. Martin, how many time have you hit on a DNA with the panty? Martin, Martin down. Go there yourself and count them as Danny Nichols. Count each and every cent. Break Thomas Thomas Panty. They were lost here. I'll take it in Daryl. Take it in the Daryl Brown. Oh, all right. All right. I want to thank my executive producer Daryl Wesley for being pantless at work. He need, he need a panty. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait till you see it. Wait till you see the clips. We're it's not, gonna be. An, it's gonna Jacob's be a meme. Not gonna see it. It's no, gonna, oh, oh, yeah, you are because it's gonna meme out. Oh, okay, I'll see People that. People are then. gonna pent it, pent it, pent it, pent it. <laughs> Remixes. Guy was on fire. Go, Jacob. Go. <laughs> I want to thank Turn the Page. I want to thank uh, Frunkus. I want to thank Lance Cooper, Josh, Justin Sharback, Caleb Angel, uh, Kate Kelly, Kenneth Sato, Kevin Brown, uh, Cohen Van Beek, Turn the Page, Kyle Thomas, Lee Spencer, Lindsay Bishera. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, if you want to be thanked like this on air in a, in a themed... Uh, Maybe not just like this. <laughs> ...way or just a plain way, you can check out patreon.com slash hayscoops. We're very close to having 400 patrons. Maybe you could be the 400th one. That would be so exciting. <gasps> Man. Be the one. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a thrill. It is exciting. We, we launched... We launched I'm we, thrilled that we're getting uh, yeah. so many people supporting us. Thank it's you, thank you. Unbelievable. We um, When we launched it, we it's a, it's a year now, a full year coming up here now that we're in September. Mm-hmm. We launched this at the end of September last year. Uh, we, we had it in the upper, I think, 280s when we first started. Yes. And then now our listenership has is, is more than doubled since then, but not our patrons. So it just means that uh, the new listeners, if you're listening, you must care less about us. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, go for it. Go, go. Um, all right. Uh, I want to thank our audio mafia, our visual mafia, um, all the people uh, who participate in our social media. And, uh, of course, all of our listeners, thank you for being a subscriber. If you're not a Patreon, no problem. We just thank you for being a, a dedicated listener. It means the yep, world to us. It does. Um, if you want to help us out in any way, you, uh, whatever format you listen to uh, on our program, you can find a way to give us uh, either stars or reviews or rankings or whatever it is that your, your particular app works. Yep. Uh, or go ahead and just find one and only one person and participate in our obelisk game where you can turn on one listener and one listener alone. Just one. To our show. Choose wisely. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Thanks a lot, Scoops. Uh, coming up next, Dave Donnelly and Death. We'll, we'll see, see you soon. soon. I bought a new personality test for us today. Oh, yeah? It says you're a dick. <laughs> Then it must be science. That one must be science. Based. Science! I'm a dick. <laughs> Speaking of science, it's time for them drums. Damn drums, though. Chris Sheffield would like a limerick about no one knowing what most of the Coast Guard really does. <laughs> Dedicated to that rich asshole who doesn't know how to operate a boat. If, if, if it were just up to me, it would just fill me with glee to say no more Coast Guard because their work can't be that hard. I mean, how many Cubans are in the sea? <laughs> Tragic. Contemporary. Jacob, Jacob <laughs> Topical. Jacob Dinklager would like a limerick. About um, how sore the guy's hands are going to be after all the high fives for life they have to give out at Scoop Fest. Oh, that's true. We have a lot. This guy, he sure isn't joking. My friends, my fellows be bloking. Uh, I don't understand the work on my hand. I mean, I already have carpal tunnel from stroking. Mm. And you know Preach. what time it is now? Preach. <laughs> time for some triple threat. <laughs> triple threat. Oh. On we go. Is this Spadoni's music or no? No. <laughs> Spadoni asked for triple threat music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, wait. What's going on? Yes, that's what Paul just said. Okay. Uh, now we're going to move on with the actual triple threat. Uh, Daryl T would like a triple threat about Volkswagen, specifically Dieselgate, dedicated to all of the VW diesel owners that are out there getting cash in their pockets. Mm -hmm. So Bug is the suggestion? Volkswagen. 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 Mm -hmm. Volkswagen. This happened to a friend of mine. He's a, a, a former uh, hair guy in town. D did a hair for a lot of the shows in town. He's moved away now. But he has a diesel uh, Volkswagen, and they are buying it back for, I think, $2,000 less than he paid for it like eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he said, like, this is great. This is a great deal. Yeah. Right. Uh, 185 Volkswagens walk into the bar. And the bartender says, didn't I tell you fucks not to come in here? And they say, uh, we can't recall. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, they call me the Volkswagen because uh, I tell you about my impressive numbers, but it turns out I'm lying. I like my women like I like my Volkswagen. Got the motor in the trunk. 
185 Volkswagens walk into a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve Volkswagens in here. Volkswagens say, oh, sorry to bug you. They call me the Volkswagen because I have a history with Hitler I don't like to talk about. <laughs> they call me the Volkswagen because I have a history with Hitler that I really like to talk about. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like my women like I like my Volkswagens. They have a history with Hitler that we both don't like to talk about. Oh, welcome to the History Channel, everyone. <laughs> uh, Hitler actually invented the Volkswagen. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Invented? Invented the Volkswagen. I, I would take that to court. <laughs> You'd lose. Double down. Uh, Jamie Robinson would like a triple threat about the Eye of Sauron, dedicated to my D&D crew. Mm. Eye of Sauron. Is that the new Jason Sudeikis show coming out? Yeah, that is. No, okay. that's Son of Zorn. I can't wait. I can't wait to get an action figure of a cartoon character voiced by Jason Sudeikis. He's done some a lot of other animated stuff. Yeah. But this one's going to be... I mean, it's I, there's got to make a Zorn figure. Let's hope, guys. Because it's Let's He-Man. Pray. It's He-Man. Yeah. I love it. It's He-Man in the suburbs. It's a fun, fun project. I hope it's as funny as the previews make it look. Cause it looks yeah, really it looks good. funny. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Eye of Zorn. The Eye of Sauron. The, uh, yeah, that. Sauron. The... Uh, Lord of the Rings, big thing that can see everything. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 185 eyes of Sauron walk into the bar. Bart says, we don't serve eyes of Sauron here. The eyes of Sauron say, we knew that already. Ooh. I like my women like I like my eye of Sauron. One big flaming slit. <laughs> <laughs> they call me the eye of Sauron. Because I have one big flaming slit. Oh, all right. Oh. Triple threat. Yep. Kaboom. Boom. Next. It's time for some songs. All okay. Right. Uh, Brian Lehman would like a song uh, about the complications of an indie pop fan dating a heavy metal fan. It should be done in the style of Belle and Sebastian <laughs> if they decided to do a metal song but ended up singing about the same things they always sing about. Uh, sorry if that's confusing. Just try your best. I'll try my best. This is dedicated to Brian and Lauren. Wrong Bell and Sebastian. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Wait, what are they into? What are they into? Metal and uh, indie metal pop. And indie pop. Metal and indie pop. Got it. <laughs> I like indie pop. I prefer metal Neither one is good So I think we should (laughs) Date a little while Boy, I'm not finding this That's it (laughs) Make them too complex, you get that Try try it again, I'm gonna play the Oh, We'll do a duet, I'll play the metal guy (laughs) Alright Not with this fucking song again. This fucking song. This is not Bell and Sebastian. Just think I'd like a new pop again. Hey. Indie pop. 
Heavy metal is my thing. Indie pop is sweet, and I think it's neat. Metal dudes can't sing. I like double pedal drum. Drums sometimes are fine. Maybe like a grape blended in the vine. <laughs> you and I'll be fine. <laughs> Enjoy your shit song. <laughs> Bitches. That's what you get. That was a fucking train wreck. Better the second time. We train wrecked it twice. Better the second time. Two train wrecks equal one song. You got it. There you go. Yeah. You got a lot of time. Daryl T would like a song about the stress of being a first time home buyer to all of the people who go through the home buying process. Oh. Uh, Let's see here. That's a tough one. I don't know what to use for that. Just find a a popular song. (laughs) All right. Two train wrecks equal one song. I'm gonna buy a new home. I'm gonna try to get myself something I can't afford. But most of the prices here get me up the rear. I cannot spend this money, Lord. I gotta find a place where I can rest my face. A place where I can sleep and I can eat. But it can't be too much. Cause then it's gonna be such an expensive thing that I can barely eat. <laughs> signs in my yard, signs are in my yard. They say that my place is for sale. <laughs> the ones that I can afford look like a bunch of crap. I can't buy a good house. Oh, don't you buy my house. My, my icky bricky house. I just don't think you understand. I missed a payment. I really want to make it. But now I just can't goddamn. <laughs> All right. All right, over three. <laughs> over three so far. It's <laughs> not coming. two songs. Yep. They can't all be gems, but they all can be not gems. <laughs> they can all be not gems. I can guarantee you that. We might not bet a thousand, but I, we uh, can bet zero. <laughs> very thankful for the occasional really kind tweets that come my way for people saying nice things about the songs I come up with. Just know they are improvised and they're not all gems. All right. This is a message approved by Paul Matthews. Some of them are absolute dreck. Eric and Collins would like uh, a song about my terrible decision of having four of my in-laws move into my small three-bedroom house. Jesus. Dedicated to my in-laws who were messy and don't pay their share of the bills like they promised. And also <laughs> dedicated to my husband for our one-year anniversary this month. Oh, oh man. First Just, and last. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed Congratulations. that. I don't know this one well. I know, I gotta... Okay, go ahead. When you're lazy, have no job. <laughs> 
when your pockets are empty from the terrible person you are. <laughs> you can be my slob. You can move into my house. I lost it. All right. Deal. That's four for four. Four for four. <laughs> And finally, uh, Mr. Brain Freeze would like a song about how it makes Paul feel to be relentlessly bullied by Jacob every episode. <laughs> and I uh, have just the song for that. I see co-bullying there. I don't see bullying going in one direction. <laughs> I was laughing yesterday because my dad was on the phone telling people about uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he kept saying the number of people that listened to our podcast, the person, but forgot to kept saying the word thousand. Mm-hmm. So he just kept saying the number alone and not yeah. thousand a month mm-hmm. so it, sent, it made it sound like we were like no one was listening to us <laughs> <laughs> i was Jack, like my I, was, I was watching <laughs> I, was, I was watching a failed obelisk scheme attempt like none other <laughs> i love it <laughs> there's a tumor on my butthole <laughs> I name it Jacob When I shit It causes me to bleed Yes, the tumor on my butthole Whose name is Jacob He gives me lots of garbage That I simply do not need Fuck you, Jacob, you tumor on my butthole. I need to eradicate you with a touch medicated pad. Fuck you, Jacob, you tumor on my butthole. I'd compare you to cancer, but that would be treating cancer bad. Cause you're worse than cancer, Jacob. (laughs) Way worse than cancer, Jacob. Cancer. Really bad dick cancer. Jacob! Jacob is worse than Dick Cancer! I think you should name the song Tomb. What? T O M B, Tumor on My Bottle. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I sure hope so. That's it. One for five. Not even. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of more butthole tumor songs next episode, too. Just get ready for it. That's all I got in the chamber today. That's it. That's all I'm firing on. See you tomorrow, Scoops. <laughs> Not if we see you first. Uh.